Hello and welcome. My name is Dylan Arvella and you're listening to another episode of the IPL Informer podcast. The show will be a little bit shorter this week because unfortunately we had a late guest withdrawal of whom we were going to discuss the Burt Bamden Cup final among other things. That final did finish with Wollongong United beating Bulleye two goals to nil in a compelling match which saw Seji Kawakami named player of the match. Despite, in my opinion, Jordan Nikoloski probably being the most decisive player on the pitch in between the sticks for United. Anyway, congratulations to United, who will play Bulleye in the league before you listen to this. But let's get into the main part of this week's show. Now we move on to the second section of the show, where I'm delighted to be joined by two seasoned IPL stars in Balambi's Vaughan Patterson. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And I believe, was that your dog? Sure, mate. He's here too. Yeah, I think I saw him on the hill at um, Elizabeth Park on the weekend as well. So I'm sure he uh, yeah, enjoyed the day too, out. Um, and Port Kembler's Fabian Icavelli. Thanks for joining us, mate. It's good to, good to be on board. Let's start off with you, Fabian. It's been a real roller coaster few weeks for Port Kembler. We'll dive into... The, the that period as a whole in a bit, but let's just talk about last weekend beating Coniston three goals to nil, and you even got yourself on the score sheet. Yeah, it was good actually. Um, it was good to get a win, uh, second win for us of the season, and um, uh, definitely needed it uh, uh, for a whole as a team. The boys' confidence, um, big boost for us. Um, obviously, again myself as well, getting on the score sheet there. But um, we really pulled through um, on that game. Uh, you know, considering what happened the last couple of weeks with us and with the losses, um, it was a good test of character and uh, the boys did come through as a, as a whole team, really. So it was really good to see and um, just a good confidence booster all around. I think the remarkable thing for most people is that this came, I think, 10 days after that 7-0 defeat to Bulleye, which I did comment on last week's podcast was a pretty, you know, all due respect, an embarrassing result for the club. You were a part of that game. Can you can you give us an insight into how you were feeling, how the side was feeling after that game? But it has kick-started a bit of a mini-revival. There was a close-run affair against top of the table, Wollong United, and then, uh, from all reports, a sensational performance against Coniston. Yeah, exactly right, Dill. So, like, obviously, Bulleye was was uh, a night to sort of forget for, for a lot of the boys and well, pretty much the whole club all together. Um, with that, with that loss, um, look. To be fair, you know, uh, we started off the first 10, 15 minutes there, putting the pressure on with both sides, pretty much at each other, and um, they honestly got two quick goals um, within almost 10 minutes of each other. And you know, it's a midweek game, Wednesday night. You know, everyone's emotions are running high too. So two quick goals, the boys got their, their heads down a little bit, especially after the Winuna game the following week before, and. Um, it was a bit of a landslide after that. Um, I think a lot of that comes to experience too with, with a lot of players. We do have a fairly young side on a whole and, um, you know, a lot, a lot of players around my age, I'm 29 this year, but I've been in the league for a few years now. And, you know, you know, 2-0 isn't a big big loss, but, you know, when, when emotions are running high and then, you know, trying to pick yourself up in the team, it's tough, you know, and, and the boys sort of got into a bit of a rut and, you know, two led to four. And then four to five, and then six, seven. So you know we had two mistakes from our keeper, which you know it happens. And and there was a few mistakes all around the the, the park. And look, um, you know 
we, we, we sort of, the, as the night ended, um, I think we all just took a moment to reflect, um, you know, leading into United's game. Um, and like you said, the boys picked themselves up for that. And that was a good test of character. And then they showed that they prevailed. And, you know, yeah, we got we got a 2-1 loss. I understand that. But um, it was only in the last, you know, 10, 15 minutes of that game that we sort of um, lost it, you know what I mean? But, um, look, you know, a lot of lessons to be learned um, for, for, from a, a squad point of view. Um, and you definitely, uh, you know, m- most players develop uh, from big losses, you know what I mean? Or losses in general. So that's that's the best way to put it, really. Well, fair play on the result, and we'll talk about your game against Wollongong Olympic a little bit later on. But Vaughan, a pretty big weekend for your side, which it probably didn't turn out exactly how you would have hoped. A draw in the last minute against Olympic, then a one-nil defeat to Wanuna. How do you reflect on the doubleheader? Yeah, like you said, obviously getting one point from those two games, looking at it from outside, and I guess at the end of the weekend's pretty disappointing. Um, I think after that Saturday game, I guess it was a bit of a weird game in that they were probably on top in the first half and, and created the most chances. Um, and Bryce, made some good saves and, and Marto hit the crossbar. And then second half, you know, we just put away, I guess, the chance we got, having the penalty and, and sort of off a, off a set piece. And then and then they were sort of lucky, I guess, to get, a, to get a point in the end with the last kick of the game. So, yeah, that was sort of a bit of an up and down game, but disappointing to end up with just a point there. And then... Yeah, I think definitely going into that that Sunday with the uh, the limited bodies, I guess we had available, and then um, you know shuffling people around here and there. But all, but even saying that, I mean, Wanuna definitely deserved the the victory there. Could, could have been more. Bryce uh, made some good saves at the end of the game, which could have made it even more. So yeah, it was it was really disappointing that Wanuna game, and um, yeah, to come to come out of there with nothing, and then the overall weekend just at one point, I think we could have. It was a good opportunity to take take that step to to stay with I guess Willing United and and everyone else that up there. But now it puts Wanuna right behind us, and with the games that we've got left to play, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a an interesting running. No doubt about that. I, I don't want to swoon too much, but I thought you had a, a great game against Olympic. Of course, your most recent former club. Obviously, two goals, one of which was a bullet header from a corner. So I want to pose the question. You actually took a... I don't know how many corners you actually took, but you took a few. I'm not sure why you're taking corners when you have such prowess, prowess in the air. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, no, I was taking them at the start of the year and I was hitting them pretty well. Actually, the last couple of weeks I've been pretty average. So I took. I think I took one at the start of the Olympic game. And um, I think I... Didn't it go out for a goal kick? Did it go for a yeah. swing out for uh, a maybe, maybe even a throw-in. But Marto... Yeah. Marta gave me a bit of stick about that and asked me pretty much exactly what you just said. So then I got hooked off him. So that's all right. I'll, I'll try and bang something with my head instead. I am not a tactical genius, but I think that might be the best approach going <laughs> forward. But uh, just going over the other results from round seven, Tarawana had a 3-1 win over Cringilla. Albion Park and Wanuna had a 1-1 draw in that game before that doubleheader match with the Lambie. South Coast lost three goals to nil to Coromel Rangers, while Bulleye and Wollongong United, who had the Birmingham Cup final on Sunday, which was a 2-0 win for United, they actually play each other again at Balls Paddock on Wednesday night. And obviously, by the time you're listening to this, you'll know the result for that particular match. United are at the top of the table, one point clear of Bulambi, but... As I mentioned, they have that game in hand in Wanuna. Look at that. They're just one point further back in 
what has been an absolutely incredible season while at the bottom of the table, South Coast are on the one point and Cringilla, they're still without a win. Four draws, three defeats on four points. Moving on to the round eight uh, preview, rather. Bulleye v South Coast United, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. at Balls Paddock. Bulleye have that midweek match, and if they were to lose that, their league title hopes are probably over, but otherwise, this is a must-win. They were pretty decent in the final, but I think the absence of Cole Jackson in midfield has become a pretty telling because I just think he's a really intelligent player in that area of the field. South Coast United once again looked okay in parts against Coromel before some simple mistakes cost them. Vaughan, I can't tip anything but uh, a home win here. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I, I haven't seen probably enough of, of Bulleye to, to comment too much, but obviously on their results and, and everything that, you know, as a club, they, they, um, they always do really well. Like they had a bit of an off year last year, but even end up with the um, the Burbampton. So they're, they're always there and about. And, yeah, looking at the former, I can't see anything but a bulldog win. Fabian? Yeah, I have to agree with Pato there. I think, um, yeah, Bulleye definitely have the tools and the experience behind them to, to get a win. Um, seeing them play football, obviously, firsthand um, in the season there. And, yeah, they move the ball around quite well. And, yeah, generally a, a well-rounded side. And it's at Paul Spadic as well, which I've got to say, I've commented on fields throughout this season. The last time I was there was that uh, Port Campbell match, and it was in pretty sensational condition. So fair play to the ground staff up there. On to Wollongong United v Cringilla, Saturday 2.30 at Macedonia Park. Of course, this is a Macedonian derby. There is that midweek match for United leading into this one. United's defence has really been... The difference this season so far, only four goals conceded. And every time I've watched them, Jordan Nikoloski has been pretty sensational in between the sticks. Cringilla, they're a bit on the wane. I don't think they'll be adding adding to their four draws or picking up their first win of the season. And uh, I believe Peter Simonowski might be done for the season because he's got a bit of a, a knee injury. And um, if that comes to pass, I think um, I can't see anything other than the United win. Vaughan. Yeah, look, I was pretty surprised with Cringilla when we played them. Um, I thought they were pretty good and, and well-structured. And, and yeah, obviously with losing Simo is a bit of a blow. But no, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's going to be a smashing. But obviously the last couple of results and the way Wollong United are going, um, yeah, I would have to agree. I think they're going to get up there. Is this a, another straightforward one, Fabs? Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, again, playing, I haven't played Quinjilla yet, but um, watching United play, you know, very, very strong side. Uh, again, quite consistent. Um, again, I haven't seen much of Crini at this point. And um, again, I have to agree with Pato with, you know, Simo out. Um, I just feel like, you know, their, their squad's struggling just to sort of get the ball rolling, you know, and obviously it's hard to get a win when you've, when you've had so many losses and draws. But yeah, I'd have to back uh, United on that one. Mm. Wollongong Olympic v Port Kembla, Saturday 2.30 at the PCYC. Olympic, they're three points off United, though, as I've mentioned a couple of times. United do have that game in hand. Um, they'll be without David Hardis here through suspension. I am not 100% sure if Keating or Bordicino will be back in the mix. Um, how are you looking at this game, Fabian? I know that uh, Nathan Belsito will be out for a suspension himself. It is a tough game nonetheless, but I'm not going to call a Port Kembla finals run, but you have a pretty enticing run home. 
Mm. Yeah, look, I'm um, uh, looking at the, I think we're maybe six points behind them at the moment. Um, yeah. Not too sure. Um, so, look, look, I mean, the, the way this league's gone, um, this year's gone, actually, with, with, with a lot of the results there, could go either way. Um, I know the boys just lost uh, when, oh, before, before I came on board um, with Port, they lost only 1-0 to Olympic and it was a quite a tight game. Um, you know, obviously players like Hardis being suspended. Uh, no surprise there, he's a good mate of mine. So. <laughs> 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 Should be a couple of weeks. Should be a couple yeah. of weeks. Exactly, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, you know, obviously both both sides are sort of struggling with, you know, injuries and suspensions there. So, uh, look, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to back, back my side as much as I can. But, um, yeah, look, you, you, I'll have to say, you know, it's going to be a very close match uh, for, for both sides there, definitely. And just touching on the run home, Tarawana, South Coast, Cringilla. Look, if you guys beat Olympic, there's a bandwagon that people can jump on if they want. Do you think? Uh, what did you think about Olympic on the weekend, Vaughn? Yeah, I think I think they've always got that quality in their team that can that can beat other teams. You only need one one of them sort of to step up and and do something, and and they can then they can change a game. Um, I think that's what they've got going for them. Um, but yeah, in saying that, I, I yeah, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if Port can get something out of this game. I, I, we played them quite early on when I, think, I don't even think Fabs was playing that game. They had a few guys out, and 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 it wasn't really. A, I think it ended up five one, but it wasn't a five one result. Like it was two one, and could have gone either way really till the end. And we sort of broke away and and banged a couple in. Um, but yeah, like I, I think. I think they can get a draw here, and and yeah, like you said, with that run in, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they're there fighting for that sort of fifth spot towards the end. Yeah, that game in round one would have been a few days after the coaching change at Wetherill Park. Look, it'll depend on who Olympic line up with at the back. As to my tip, I'm probably still going to get lean for an Olympic win, but uh, best of luck. With that game, Fabian. Let's move on to Tarawana v. Your Bulimi Rosellas. Born it's at Tarawana Oval on Saturday at 2:30 p.m. Tara's youngsters, they're doing pretty well, better than some people would have expected. And if they win here, they're still in touching distance of that top five. Um, but I don't think they'll have enough to beat the Rosies unless you tell me half your side is going to be unva- unavailable, Vaughan. No, I can't tell you that. But I, um, yeah, I, I, again, I, I haven't seen probably enough of them either. Um, we played them pretty early days, you know, I think a trial or a Burbampton or something. And like you said, a lot of young guys, um, I think, I think they'll, they'll work hard and, and obviously Peter Willis will have them pretty well structured there. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, with the training, training sort of off on the Tuesday and everyone feeling fresh going to Thursday and, and get some bodies back and, and set up and really go back to, I guess, the way we want to play and the way we were playing at the start of the year. Um, if, we, if we can get that right and get everything functioning in, in the team way, I think we've got enough quality going forward that, that we can, you know, beat any team, I think. And, and we sort of sh- have showed that in patches. But, yeah, we really need to start putting it together, I guess, for 90 minutes. But like you said, um, obviously, gonna, as Fab said, back your own team and hopefully we, um, yeah, can get the win. But I don't think it's going to be easy by um, no stretch. Anytime I'm talking to anyone about Bulambi, I, I seem to ask about the Helensburg boys, Brad Watts and Cody Cuthbertson, who came out of the, the Rex Jackson Academy up there. They seem pretty confident. I want to get your thoughts on my theory that they've been playing first grade for the Thistle for four or five years. Do you think playing 
even in the second division, but against men for that period of time, even at this young age, has readied them to really come into this league and make a massive impact? Because I, I love how confident they seem. They, they don't seem phased by anything. No, they take it off the pitch too with them, deal, which is good. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think going, yeah, like playing against men at, at that sort of young age, and I'm not 100% sure, but I, I feel like Brad hasn't actually even been playing soccer for that long. Um, and he, but like you said, I, I think it is interesting, I guess, when you see some of the guys that have played, you know, youth grade up to MPL level until they're 20 and then, and then come across to Premier League and play men, it's a bit of a change for them to deal with that. And they think it's going to be, you know, quite easy to come down and, and, and play in this league. And it's mm. not always that way. Whereas they've seemed to adapt, adapt really well. And like you said, they're super confident. Obviously, they had however many years they were at Helensburg sort of dominating that that league and, and, and scoring lots of goals and playing really well. And, and it hasn't been too much of an adjustment for them. Um, I think that's... I guess a lot down to the way Payne wants to play and, and giving them that freedom to do that, um, not putting too many leashes on them. Obviously, there needs to be a balance, which is something they're sort of learning to do and, and, and Payne's learning to try and deal with that. Um, and I think if they can get that balance right in terms of, you know, still playing as part of a team, but also having the freedom to do whatever they want, I think um, yeah, they can definitely go on and play, play at this level or even a higher level if they want to um, further down the track. I must say I loved uh, hearing sitting on the sideline and hearing Brad um, make a couple of smart comments on the field to opposition players. He doesn't seem too phased at all by by the step up. But uh, Fabian, do you have any thoughts on this Tarawana Balambi match? Um, yeah, look, uh, I mean, obviously I haven't seen Tara play, um, but uh, obviously, I'll, as Vaughn said, I wasn't at the game. Um, I was at the game watching, um, but I didn't sign for court just yet. Uh, when um, uh, Belambi played uh, us. But, um, look, you know, from what I could see with Belambi, again, really, you know, really solid team. Um, got a lot of physical presence there, which which is quite intimidating for a lot of teams too. And, um, like, I know, uh, you know, obviously Tara, a bit of a younger squad on board there. But, um, look, I'm going to have to back... Uh, Rosellas, I think, on this one. Um, again, just primarily just on what I've seen and them play and how they play. And, um, yeah, like, you, just, you know, structurally, they're just a very sound, solid, solid team. Definitely. Yeah, Rosie's win for me as well. Coniston v Albion Park, Saturday, 2.30, uh, 3 p.m. rather, at uh, JJ Kelly Park. Coniston's running, with Coniston's running, I'm probably going to have to rule a line through their top five hopes, which is pretty disappointing for a side that, Promised a lot before round one, whereas Albion Park, they also have a pretty tough run in. So this is probably a must win for them. And with that, I will uh, be leaning towards an, a White Eagles win, Vaughan. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I'd say Albion Park, I guess similar to Olympic in a way, have, have that sort of individual quality there that can beat teams. Um, it's been up and down, I guess, more than they probably would have liked this year, but um, yeah, seeing, I guess, the result um, from Coniston over the weekend and how they've been going, like you said, the last couple of weeks, it's it's um, it's difficult to see them getting anything out of this game. So I, I'll probably have to, pour, uh, have to back uh, Albion Park. Fabian? Um, yeah, look, I think uh, obviously playing both teams now, um, after seeing what Coniston put out on the park there, I wasn't too 
not too confident for their future prospects in the, in in you know obviously the the next few games. Um, I think. Uh, Look, in saying that as well, um, Albion Park, you know, I've been a bit wishy-washy with a lot of their results. Um, I feel they've got a lot of talent that, you know, they seem to be a little bit more clinical with a lot of their finishing normally. Um, but again, they're the type of team to rock up on the day and, you know, they can have a really bad game or they can have a really great game, you know what I mean? And um, But in saying that, uh, you know, coming up against Connor with what I've seen, um, I definitely have to back Albion Park. Yeah, and obviously they have uh, one of the leading scorers in Cameron Morgan, who's always a threat. I do want to point out uh, the the player that caught, scored the equaliser for the White Eagles against Winuna, Arias Ceterides. I believe. Uh, I actually believe I've got I've, I've nailed that. To be honest, uh, he scored the <laughs> equaliser and he scored the equaliser in that match, as well as uh, scoring in the second grade draw. So fair play to Arias for for his efforts on the weekend. But, yeah, White Eagles win for me. And I will say, again, Coniston, it's just, it just hasn't hasn't worked for them this season after, you know, I tipped them to come fifth because I was really impressed with them before round one. But uh, for one reason or another, it hasn't worked out for them. Now, the last game of the weekend is on Sunday. It sees Coromel take on Winuna at 3pm at Memorial Park. It really is a massive match for Coromel because if they lose this, there could actually be a six-point gap between fifth and sixth with just three rounds remaining. Good job was in great touch against South Coast United. Scored a double there. He continues to drive the Rangers attack who are without Van Alaya. Um, if he fires, they're a massive chance against Winuna. But uh, the Sharks are, have proved to be be a huge test this year for them. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm probably as surprised, I guess, as everyone else at, at what Winuna have, have showed. This year, and I, I really think they'll get the points here. I, I haven't seen anything of Coromel, to be honest. I haven't seen not one game. So I'm just purely going off off results. And like you said, Rick's obviously firing and banging in goals. But I don't know what else, what else is going on around that. So I, I think Winuna have got a really good structure and good team and good good young players. So obviously, you know, they have a way they want to play. And, and they're, yeah, they're doing it. And they're really hard to play against. Um, you know, we both played on a back-to-back, so there's no excuse for us being tired. They they played a game as well, and, and they were, you know, stuck to the game plan and did everything right. So, yeah, I, I really think they'll they'll get the win here. I'm just having a look. It was, was it Jai Mellor that scored on the weekend against Bellamy? Um, <laughs> I believe it was, and if so, um, they've had nine different goal scorers, the Sharks. So, and to see him in fourth... In third, rather, they're probably just four points away from ceiling finals football, which would actually be the first time in IBL history, I believe, that they would have qualified for the finals. In saying that, it's a massive game for Coromel, so I'm probably going to tip a tip a draw. Where are you leaning, Fabian? Yeah, look, I mean, obviously seeing both teams play and um, you know playing against both teams, uh, look, Wanuna have just come out of the woodworks, to be honest. Like, you know, we haven't, uh, you know, in the last four or five years, you haven't seen much of them. And um, uh, to be fair, though, any time you play them, um, you know, when it's at Shark Park there, like, they're, they're just a hardworking team. You know, they put the effort in. Um, and it's, it's never, like, you know, unless you've got, you're getting, like, three or four past them. It's never an easy match, you know. Um, mm. In saying that, Coram will do have a, a hard-working squad. Um, you know, they are missing, you know, obviously Van Elia and that, and like a few key players there. But, 
you know, it, this match is probably a very touch and go type of match. I'm going to probably tip a draw. Um, if both teams show up on the day, they, they both have the same sort of ability. But like you said, they like, you know, Winuna, um, you know, spreading the goals around. They're just a team that's just surprised everyone, I think, really, which, um, you know, credit to them and, you know, their, their hard work ethic. Uh, eventually it's come through and it's paid off in this short, you know, short leg of, of the season, really. Yeah, it's probably, it's touch and go, we believe you, but they're, they're the two stories of the season so far, it seems. But with that, that concludes this week's podcast. So, Fabian, thanks for coming on and best of luck on the, the games ahead. Thanks, Dill. Thanks, Vaughn. And Vaughn, cheers for coming back, uh, back on and good luck trying to get back in the winner's circle this weekend. Cheers, guys. Take it easy. Thank you all for listening. Please go and like the IPL Informer on Facebook and Twitter. That's all from me. And until next time, enjoy the football.